Hi, and welcome to the Carnivore Stories podcast with me, Alyssa Grubner. The carnivore way of eating has completely transformed my life. And it's stories just like the ones you'll hear on this podcast that kept me going strong every step of the way. I hope you're ready to hear an inspirational carnivore story. I know I am. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode 13 of the Carnivore Stories podcast. Today, I am joined by Marina, a 24-year-old nutrition coach, originally from Spain, and she's living in the UK now. You can find her on Instagram at meet or else. Welcome to the show, Marina. Oh, thank you so much. All right. So let's jump right into you telling everyone about your lifestyle before coming to carnivore. Right. So my whole life, I've been struggling with eating disorders. So since I was a kid, my weight was always up and down. I wasn't fat, but I just wasn't happy. And I was full of anxiety. Things got much worse when I lost my dad because of um, depression and suicide. Um, I was a child. I was by myself. So that made things harder. I had to struggle with um, severe depression. Uh, nightmares, panic attacks, um, addictions, abuse. So I just was not in a good place. My eating disorders were just um, getting worse. So I had to run away. And I did eventually. When I was 20, I left my country. I came to UK. I wanted to change my lifestyle to fix my health, to fix me. And I was trying. I... I became more active physically. I tried to have like a strict diet, but all I was eating was greens, some dairy, fish, occasionally meat. So that was a bit better, but it was not great. So I kept traveling and I started my life in England um, because of life stress. My eating disorders came back. Uh, much worse than ever and I would just uh, sit myself in front of a huge amount of young food daily just to comfort my mind it wasn't working I was like that for a couple of years gaining so much weight I just couldn't stop I didn't know what to do I kept reading about the nutrition different diets um, nothing seemed to work I was reading about keto and the same. I just couldn't control myself. I don't remember how I ended up reading about zero carbs, but I did. And I was so scared of fat. I was eating fat every day, but I was still scared of it. I thought like I was going to gain so much weight. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was so lost, but I just gave it a go. The first two weeks, um, I started losing all the water weight. I was not bloated. I didn't have any inflammation. So I started feeling comfortable just adding fat to my food and enjoying what I eat. That's basically how I uh, arrived to carnivore. I was just um, trying to see what was working better for me. So pretty much all my anxiety went away. 
all um, depression as well because I started um, going to the gym, doing a lot of workout. And that was the only thing I needed. I didn't know I needed, but I did. So it was just a carnivore and a change of lifestyle, change of everything. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I mean, look at you, you're happy, you're smiling. I, w- I would have never guessed you, you struggled with those things before. Yeah, it was uh, terrible. I, I didn't know I had a way to move on from all that. I didn't know how diet and workout affect your mental health. Uh, therapy and medication didn't seem to work by professionals cannot fix it then who can mm-hmm. then uh, finding carnivore it, it was like a uh, magic yeah yeah absolutely so what all do you include in your carnivore diet well uh most of uh, is ruminant meat uh, a lot of beef lamb mostly eggs sometimes um some white meat fish as well sometimes a lot of butter now I'm starting to add honey as well which is not carnivore but I'm trying to see how it makes me feel yeah so how's that been going Mm, it's going well so far well because I ate it with yogurt I found that it makes me bloat so it's not amazing but when I eat it on its own I'm okay because mm-hmm. I'm being more active now working out. It makes me feel better before and after workout. So it's not a daily thing and I still don't use uh, much quantity. But for now, it's going to be part of my diet. Right. I started doing so zero it... carbs. And now yeah. uh, I don't really mind. Yeah. And, and you're, you've been able to build muscle in the gym Oh, yeah. I'm progressing faster than ever. I was uh, going to the gym years ago, but it was not the same. Yeah. I could train really hard. Yeah, definitely eating all of that meat. I I noticed that it's easier for me to gain muscle too. Um, And then the honey, maybe that won't be an issue for, for you, you know, because the muscles will really absorb that, um, all of the all of the carbs and it'll go into the muscle glycogen. Oh yeah. Yeah. It definitely help, helps me to recover. Yeah. Um, okay. So you are a nutrition coach. Are you coaching people to uh, start carnivore diets or helping them to navigate carnivore? Yes. Um, usually people that comes to me are mostly keto or keto and carnivore or low carb and animal-based some people just want to lose weight some people just want the general um, health benefits that a low-carb diet can give you and yeah uh, we get an interview uh, do a following and improve together help each other grow up yeah Wow. Marina, I am so inspired by you because you said you, you left your home country at the age of 20, at the age of 20. And, and I mean, 
you're in a totally new country, you're coaching people, you have improved, like you have beat the odds overcoming depression and anxiety. I mean, that's super, super inspiring. Um, so have you, have you, um, made a lot of friends since moving to the UK? Well, I did some, um, I was working really hard. Um, I didn't have much time to be fair. So I wasn't going out a lot. I was just, Mm -hmm. my only free time, it was just for resting. Mm-hmm. for reading at home um getting my courses because uh, when I came here I didn't have anything I didn't have titles I didn't have any study no experience wow so this was studying my life and I wasn't thinking too much about making friends to be yeah. fair wow I mean that's that's really something that um I mean I I could barely I could barely take care of myself at 20 or barely know how to pay a bill, but that's, that's amazing. And so you were able to come go to the UK and do university and end up where you are now. That's awesome. Well, yeah, um, I was in a really bad place. So for me, it didn't feel like a choice. It was like uh, I do it or mm-hmm. I'll be done for the rest of my life. Um, okay. I just grabbed a backpack. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anything. And I just tried my luck here. So I found a job as soon as I could. I started studying in the same time. And that's how my life started for everything. Wow. My health getting better. My, I had an actual life because uh, I didn't think I had any opportunity in my country mm-hmm. without studies, without anything. I, it, was, it wasn't wow. going to be possible. So, yeah, that's what I did. Wow. Um, so do you stay in touch with anyone from Spain? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I have uh, some, fr- some friends we play video games or because we don't see each other. Okay. I haven't. I haven't been back in Spain since I left because just thinking okay. about being there, it used to give me just so much anxiety. So I just didn't mm. even think about it. I've been uh, nearly four years now without seeing anyone from there. We talk once in a while. They are still friends. Like uh, It's like nothing changed. Everyone is still the same there. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who left and had a different yeah. life. So... Yeah, every few months we text each other or we call each other, but that's it. I'm by myself. Have you have you shared with any of them your about your carnivore diet? I did. Yeah, uh, yeah. They didn't find it. What do they think? <laughs> well, they thought first it was weird, and because I also showed them how how I eat uh, raw organs or something and they find it disgusting (laughs) so they don't like to see that they don't like it okay okay but you're doing so much better now I mean wouldn't they be curious like oh well what what is she doing now that she's she's so much better well they do because they also saw Um, uh, my changes in my weight and now they see that I eat a lot and I eat a lot of fat so they don't really understand that. They don't know how is it possible that I eat yeah. the way I eat and I still look the way I look 
without getting uh, fat or sick mm -hmm. or so they are kind of curious they just uh, don't like when I when they see my videos or something yeah okay so were you overweight before I know you said you lost some weight but were you overweight a little bit a little bit um as a kid I was not too much but mm -hmm. I had uh, a few extra pounds Teenager, the okay. same. I kept losing and gaining and losing the same weight. Uh, I didn't want mm -hmm. to use the scale so often because it was uh, a big trigger for me. But you could say I was fasting for like a couple of months, a lot, and I mm -hmm. lost more than 10 kilos. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I had a few extra pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and now since being carnivore, do you feel like the scale still, still gives you anxiety or have you kind of made peace with that? It does. Yeah. Sometimes, um, I've used okay. the scale so much more than I did before. That's for sure. Um, I feel much better though. It's not, I'm not <laughs> afraid or going to the scale anymore. Like I was now I can do it and just for curiosity, because as long as I'm fine with my body, I, the number can mean a lot of things. Is mm -hmm. the progress in yeah. gym, uh, the size of my clothes. That's what matters. So the scale right now is yeah. just to know what, how I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just data. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you mentioned the raw organs. How did you get into that? How did you, how, how did that come, come around? Well, um, I never had too much smell or taste before, so I was able to eat all kind of things. Okay. So smell or taste was not a problem for me, and um, I always liked those meats. Uh, back in Spain, it's normal for us to eat more organs, that, for mm -hmm. example, people in the UK. So I didn't have any problem with that, and... I just wanted to try it. I thought if I like it cooked, why not raw? No? I still don't need them yeah. often raw, but when I find uh, organic ones, I always try to have them raw. I like the texture. I like the taste. Um, they are good, so uh, why not? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I saw one post on Instagram. You made a carnivore salad. It was... <laughs> Ground, raw ground beef raw liver and an ostrich egg where did you get an ostrich <laughs> egg a friend of mine he's carnivore too he came to visit and he knows I love eggs I'm always eating a lot of eggs so that was a massive egg so he wanted to surprise me he got it from a farm shop okay Wow, that was, I'm sure that was a big surprise. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know what he was bringing. <laughs> um, how about seasoning your food? Do you just use salt or no salt? Or what, what do you usually I'm, put on your food? I'm using salt right now. Um, I didn't use salt when I, when I started. I was doing some seasonings. And then I thought, I don't really taste them, so I don't really need them. So I'm going to try without them. Nothing changed, so I stopped using seasonings completely. I tried mm -hmm. playing with the salt, um, heavily salting my food, or um, cut the salt completely to see if it made any difference on my health. 
because it's like if I don't need it, then it's just because I like it. I don't have to have it all the time. Um, I was fine without salt. I just had some headaches sometimes. Mm. I don't want to say it's uh, because of the salt, but it just happened during the time where I was having salt and I didn't feel any other difference. So I brought it back because I like it. So now it's the only mm-hmm. thing I use is butter for everything and salt. And that, those are my only seasonings. Okay. So what is your favorite carnivore food? If you're going to really treat yourself, what do you like to have? I would say a, a brisket, but mm-hmm. it's always the grass-fed ribeye, a thick one and fatty oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds really good. <laughs> Um, have you noticed I, when I have a grass fed steak, that's very fatty. I feel like the fat tastes like grass. Have you experienced that? Well, uh, I don't think that's a big, um, amount of flavor. Like, uh, I still have problems with my taste. I okay. cannot taste everything. Okay. So something needs to be really strong for me to be able to taste it. Mm-hmm. So I do not feel any difference between uh, okay. grass-fed and grass-finished, which okay. is a shame. But yeah, I cannot, I don't okay. know that feeling. Um, I feel like since going carnivore, my sense of smell has really heightened. And then I feel like I taste things that are more nuanced. Um, like I was putting uh, something on my face the other day and it's supposed to be unscented. And I was like, I smell this and it smells like pee. And I, <laughs> I made everyone in my house smell it. Like, can you smell this? They're like, no, I don't smell anything. I'm like, I smell it. It smells like something. Um, okay. So how about um, other, other benefits? So you mentioned that you, um, you were able to resolve depression, anxiety, um, and the weight loss and the performance in the gym, muscle building, is there any other unexpected benefits you gained? Oh yeah. And it's very curious. Um, I didn't know I was allergic to cats and I have two cats oh. at home. Uh, I started a new job and I realized I was allergic to the fumes they used there. So I spent all day sick. I was uh, sick at home because of the cats and I was sick at work. So I had to take my tablets daily. When I started oh. carnivore, a couple of months later, I was able to stop using the medication. I'm not 100% um, good, but it improved so much that I was able to live at home at work without any problems. And that was amazing because I was like really, really sick at first. Yeah. And the only, the only thing that changed in my life in that time was my diet. Yes. Wow. And so you're not having an issue with the cats anymore. No, I still don't let oh. them go into my bedroom, but they can be on mm-hmm. top of me. They can be in my chest. I can be breathing and I'm still yeah. fine. I'm able to breathe. Uh, my eyes don't burn. They don't start crying. My nose is great. Sometimes I wake up and I feel a little bit sick, but that's all. I'm not taking medication anymore for anything. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. That is, that is a new one that I've never heard before, but that's amazing. As oh, well. yeah. <laughs> um, so can you see yourself being a carnivore for life? Yeah, for sure. Maybe no carnivore, street carnivore, mm-hmm. but it's not going to go far from that. Maybe yeah. some days during the summer, I want some fruit in the future. I'm not going to deny that to myself. But most of the diet is going to be for sure meat and every other animal product. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back to any vegetable. I'm not going back to any grains, nothing processed. And even right now, something, some cured meat or something with the seasoning is a treat. So yeah. I'm not planning on changing that. That's how I feel my best. I don't want to come back to how I was before. Like, I don't even have any cravings. This is how I am now. And this is how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Oh, that is awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah, I feel the same. Like, I I can't say that I'll never eat anything else. You know, try some honey down the road or like fruit or berries. But definitely, I mean, knowing what I know now, it's always going to be very meat heavy. Um, yeah, there's no coming back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, did you have any issues adapting to carnivore diet, to eating more meat and fat? I always loved meat. To be fair, I was never a sugar addict. When I was struggling with my weight and with my eating disorders, my problem was that I always wanted a fat. I always okay. wanted more meat okay. and I always wanted more butter. So that's why uh, when I found zero carbs, I thought, if this doesn't work, then nothing will. Yeah. So for me, it was quite easy to start. And then around two weeks later, because at work, we always had um, a fruit and some other things that they bring us like for free. People were sitting in front of me and I was like, hmm. So I was craving so much the banana. And I used to spend mm-hmm. my day my day thinking about the porridge, oatmeal. I don't know why, mm. but that was uh, what I had on my mind. And those two things all the time that last for like two weeks. And then at some point, one day I woke up and they weren't on my mind anymore. When I was at work and I had the fruit in front of me, I just, well, I was able to look at it and not need it. I didn't mind anymore. I didn't mind the smell. I didn't mind to have it in front of me on the same table. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really last for long. My diet before wasn't full of uh, processed food or anything that would have made me addict. So I want to say it was very easy, the transition for me, luckily. Yeah, that's good. Um, what do you, we talked about what you include in, in your diet what do you typically eat in a day like how many meals and and like how much you, you would eat well I eat quite a lot um I've never weighted my food I've never checked mm-hmm. everything I'm having the only day I did that it was a day that we can say I was hungry so it's not like I eat every day but that was um 2.7 kilo brisket with six mm. eggs and a lot of butter that was for a whole day which is a lot okay um, I usually have a little bit less 
um, between two and three meals I actually eat when I'm hungry because I'm still okay. not, not in control of my body. I'm still learning. I'm still adapting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, I'm okay having just one meal, one big meal and maybe some yogurt and honey later. Sometimes I just need more constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the workout I do, depending on my period, uh, a lot of things can affect my hunger. So I'm actually eating more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that... I, that sounds really good. A big brisket all to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> how do you cook? How do you cook it? Uh, and if you see my pictures, sometimes you can find it completely raw. That's because um, I make it in the pan to make it golden. And then I put it in the oven slow. If I'm too hungry, I just take it out before it's ready when it's still raw in the inside and I just go ahead and bite it. So sometimes I eat mm. it raw in the inside or if I have time, if I'm not too hungry, I can just make it like medium rare and then I take it. Um, I leave it to cool a little bit when it's uh, more cold. I like to spread a lot of butter on top and then salt and eat it like it's a toast cold mm-hmm. brisket is the best it's my favorite oh wow yes that sounds that that, that actually sounds tasty I'm, I guess it's getting close to me gonna eat dinner in a little while so all this talk about food I feel like my mouth's starting to water. <laughs> um okay I have one last question for you um what advice would you give to someone just starting out carnivore or what's something you wish you knew when you first started? Well, um, the transition period can be very difficult depending on your background, but there are two things that you always need and it's discipline and finding your motivation. Um, When you're hitting the point when you just want to give up because you have a lot of cravings, you just need to force yourself it's not nice, but it needs to happen. And hang in there like two or three weeks because that's all it takes to start seeing improvements in your body, in your health. And um, when you realize that you don't need more than that, you're going to see how it's not worth it to just um, erase all that progress over a piece of cake or a bar of chocolate. So you'll be the one that's not going to go, um, it's not going to want to give up. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Um, and I said that was the last question. I lied. <laughs> That's fine. Um, if, if someone wanted to work with you, are you taking clients online? I am. Yes. Uh, depending on what's best for them. Um, I have uh, Instagram, I have WhatsApp, I have Telegram. And I'm actually okay. um, getting ready for my accounting in Rivero, uh, the Dr. Sean, oh. uh, Sean Baker platform. So um, eventually I'm going to be able to work that too. So that's yes, how I do it for be... now. Awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Marina, this has been a beautiful interview. You have a beautiful accent. Um, mucho gusto. Oh. 
<laughs> Igualmente, the same. Yes. It was yes. really nice to meet you. <laughs> yes, so nice meeting you. And we'll, we'll have to do it again sometime. Um, and until then, have a great rest of your day and stay meaty. You too. Thank you so much for having me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it for today. Until next time, stay meaty, stay strong, stay inspired. Do you have a carnivore story to tell? Connect with me on Instagram at meet, M-E-A-T, Mrs. M-R-S Grubs, G-R-U-E-S. Or you can email me at carnivorestories at gmail.com. I would love to interview you and the world needs to know that meat heals.